Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode. Hey, guess what? Before we get into it, you might have heard, I am drafted to the two Ramagpies as a part of the Carlton Draft. I'm going to be playing a game, dominating, kicking six, and then resetting at quarter time. For the first time in Carlton Draft history, one lucky Victorian women's community club will get the chance to draft the AFLW GOAT, Erin Phillips, to play as a wild card. How bloody good's that? If you want to enter this now to get her down to your football club, visit thecarltondraft.com.au. That's thecarltondraft.com. You. 18 plus, drink responsibly. G'day guys, welcome to a bonus episode of Dylan Friends. We're going to start doing these, um, we've had some awesome feedback from a bit more of the extended intros that people want to hear um, a couple more, a bit more talking, which has been weird because I thought you guys hated me for some reason sometimes. Was that weird? But no, in all seriousness, I, I really appreciate it. It's been incredible. I can't believe, I suppose, the, the growth of the show this year and and everything else we're doing and all the feedback that we're getting from everyone like it, it really doesn't go unnoticed um especially through socials and and reading some of the reviews on on itunes and spotify and youtube the support is is honestly unwavering and yeah just cannot thank you all enough for that it'll definitely probably be fortnightly to start with and and yeah if everyone likes them we'll, we'll try and do them as much as i can but i'll always start with a highlight and low light of my week so highlight played golf on sunday last week and i hit 47 on the back nine at Ivanhoe, which is my PB. Now, 47 isn't a great score, but that is my new personal best for the back nine at Ivanhoe Golf Course. That's in Victoria, public golf course. And I was just on. I was just feeling it. Just the, I think it was the shaved head. I'm not sure. It was just one of those days. The sun was out. There was no wind. And I was just hitting some absolute stinging pinnacles down the fairways and every time i just like i'd hit that many trees and it would just bounce straight back in the middle of the fairway to any of those golfers out there you know how i feel i was just draining them draining putts obviously not too well though because i still hit 47 which is about 20 over par but it was a good day so that's my highlight um i definitely want to get some golf days going some dylan friends golf days going and um in the future that we can we can get out there and have a hit uh low light this week um bit of fun but the shaved head yeah shaved my head which in a way is a low light but it's also a massive highlight for for good friend sammy doherty which we'll talk about throughout the show but yeah just didn't realize how small my head was and how big my forehead is so it's like quite a weird mix because in one aspect it's like a really small forehead a really small head with a big forehead so it's sort of like in a way real big talent so in that aspect it's actually a highlight um, I'm changing it now. Now, as I said, we want to make these episodes 20 minutes um, so we don't waste too much of your time. But yeah, just talk about things that are happening. A uh, bit of an update with myself, what's happening um, with the show, what's happening outside of outside of the show, sorry. And um, and yeah, just whatever you guys and girls want to hear us talk about, we'll definitely do. And, and sometimes even just catch up with former people that have been on the show and see what they're doing. But yeah, I thought this week I'd actually talk about my last month and how crazy it's probably been um, in, in you know, just working and, and in Victoria being in lockdown. Cannot wait to get out of that. But I was like, looking back now, I was like really struggling, I reckon like three weeks ago, just with how like hectic work was and, and how much we we're trying to do. And I look back now and honestly, I was just like so down and frustrated, but it was mainly just because I just didn't have a really good routine. Um, and I was, you know, just working a lot, but I wasn't eating well and I wasn't working out. And I... Yeah, I was just in a, such a shit mood all the time. I was, you know, couldn't sleep at night, but I was couldn't get up in the morning either. And yeah, I just couldn't get out of a slump. And 
and tofu just said you know you got to get back to to running because i know that when i'm fitness and and doing these things i'm always feeling so much better so grab my mate nikki riddle and we started you know doing a lot of of runs and and getting out of bed and and to be honest the first like three or four five runs that i did um and i know running is not for everyone but i was cooked like i was so tired and it actually made me feel worse than better but from chatting to him and just knowing that these things happen with with me and i know how my body works like i just had to push through that initial two weeks of of those runs and um and now like I have literally never had so much, um, I've never had so much energy. Like I'm up early in the morning, like I'm feeling so good. Like for me, when I know I'm in like a really good space is when I can get up early, eat breakfast and start my day. And I know when I'm feeling shit is when I'm sleeping in and I miss breakfast. And they're like the two things for me, is just like a trigger. Everyone will have it in themselves when they know they're humming in a, in a good mindset and in a good routine. That's it for me. It's getting up early, having breakfast, starting my day. And um, yeah, I've just been doing that, trying to work out three times a week minimum because at the moment you know i'm loving my running where you know trying to bite off a marathon which has been the probably the stupidest thing i've ever done realizing how far that is 42 k's the the quickest i'd ever run before that was 13 kilometers so yeah it's been really fun and, and setting that challenge for myself i did a 16 kilometer run on the weekend um if anyone listens to list cloggers you'd know that i'm addicted to my strava at the moment which is a bit of a joke but in all honesty i love it because it keeps me honest and I, I like that aspect of being able to upload your runs into strava and, and communicate with people and compare yourself to how other people are going i think since I finished footy, that competitiveness of like sport has been something that I've really missed. And it was something that used to give me massive anxiety. But when you don't have it anymore, you, you almost need it. So I love the I love the uh, competitiveness of, of running. And just on that as well, like I think with, with competitiveness, I've probably had a funny relationship with it. For so long, I used to think it was a bit of a, a bad thing. And, it, you know, sometimes it would bring out the worst in me. But now I know that it, it's so good for me. Um, I, I need to be competitive and I absolutely love it. Even when we play golf with mates, like I, I want to win. I love it. Um, and I think it's it's something that you don't shy away from um, as long as you're doing it in the right aspect and you're not you're not cheating, which I probably used to do when I was younger. Uh, it's it's good, and I think that yeah, it's it's super super important to have that competitiveness in whatever you do, and and you know we bring that in with the podcasting now. Like I love it. Like I I, I don't do it to be number one or do it to be number two or number three but it does give you that character chase um, and I do love com- you know comparing and competing with other people and it's it is that bit of sport but at the end of the day it's not why we do the show we do the show because we love connecting with people learning new things and having massive impacts on hopefully people that are listening and yeah some of the messages that I've got lately have just been unbelievable in that in that aspect so I, I honestly without those messages sometimes you can lose a little bit of momentum and reason why you're doing things like there's times when i've been doing the show and i get down on myself because we're not getting as many downloads as we have or we we want to get more but then i come back to the essence of it and fuck it's if we can make one person happy or change their day that's what it's all about so for that yeah cannot be more thankful so yeah it's been good i just would waste one thing though on on goal setting that i've found out like really lately and i think this is just something that i've learned a lot when it comes to my old goal my own goal setting and we spoke about this with david butterfant in an episode a few months ago it might have been four months ago now um he's from one of the uh, he was a, a high performance manager at carlton and extremely strong in in the resilient space and we're talking about goals and it really has been prevalent for me of late just how important it is to not set goals that aren't attainable like i think when i was in that slump the best thing i did was go like all right i'm going to do two runs a week like the seven days in a week i can do two runs in the past i would have said all right fuck i'm going to run five days a week for the next two weeks and by the time if you miss a day you feel like shit because you've 
you haven't done it and you get down on yourself and then these goals are too hard to attain. So I think for me, like I said, the goal was so small. It was genuinely just being active for two days a week. And I ticked that box. And because I ticked it and did it, I felt really good about it. Then I wanted to add more rather than adding too much, not getting it and then feeling shit. So that's just a little tip that I found worked really good for me when setting goals. MMR respects about it a lot as well. So it's been good. Actually, just on that, Mark Matthews said a good one to do with habit stacking which is basically just stacking a habit onto to something else you do like if it's you want to read more well if you have a coffee every morning make sure you have your coffee then you read your book so yeah another one mark matthews is a good one to listen to for that type of thing if if you wanted to to do it but yeah i think a big savior for me in this whole time is just having these hobbies and doing things outside of um work for sure and, and like running playing golf i know we joke about it a lot but it genuinely has been massive even the new vinyl collection that we've we've got at the moment here in the studio that we're trying to build into it's been so much fun might have to do an episode on all the vinyls that we've got in here because it's getting a serious collection it's been good so yeah i can't wait to, to do some more camping i bought a swag like last month when um a few months ago before the last lockdown and soon as uh we can you know get out to regional i'm going to be camping near a town near you so make sure you let us know some good camping spots we're going to head out there in my swag and the mazda bt50 from south marang that's gonna be unbelievable be good good fun hello my beautiful friends and family guess what i am back i am back third time lucky my third time drafted in my life i'll be making a return to footy as a part of the Carlton Draft, along with some big household names. Not as big as my name, but uh, some quite big names. Isaac Smith, Trent Cotchin, Matty Lloyd, Lee Montagna. Some of the all-time greats of our game, as I've just mentioned. One lucky Victorian women's community club will get the chance to draft the AFLW GOAT, Aaron Phillips, to play as a wildcard. How bloody good is that? If you're a part of women's community footy and you are keen to get Aaron down, enter now at thecarltondraft.com.au. That's thecarltondraft.com.au. 18 plus, drink responsibly. Yes. Now, we last week we um, obviously a good mate Sam Doherty we spoke about a lot on Dill of Friends and uh, yeah, his situation at the moment, for those who don't know, you know, he was diagnosed with testicular cancer um, last year and, and unfortunately that, you know, came back but it was in his, in his stomach and in his lymph nodes. And yeah, he's going through some chemotherapy at the moment, which is all tracking really, really well, going well. But unfortunately, you know, he lost his hair and as a part of that, a great initiative by Carlton to, to do the the shave off yeah so with peter mack and they raised 160k which was was unbelievable um and and sam was so overwhelmed at 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 that and you know he's someone that is is really mature and um just you know such a good dude but he you know i know that run really hit him and and was um it was awesome to make that much money for such a special cause but yeah i thought it'd be silly of me um and you know, I didn't think there was an option for me not to do that to support a friend that's going through cancer. And as much as you know, I, I do have a small pinhead with a big forehead. Um, it's you know, it's a lot better than going through what he is at the moment. And um, yeah, I'm so blessed that you know I have a friend like that that um, is as strong as him. And I've definitely learned a lot from him at this stage um, and the way he you know reacts to adversity. So it's um it's been really really big but we will say and i've said it four or five times and i don't apologize for this but if there is any you know males and females out there that are putting off anything make sure you go and do get tested i know stereotypically males in general we're not good at doing this but this has been a big one for me to to go and stay on top of my health you know i had some blood tests recently some um testicle checks and and even some kidney checks as well it's so weird the suit that goes through your mind before these things because i was so anxious about it but 
I was like so anxious that I was thinking about not doing it, then not realizing by not doing it, I'm just making it worse than what it fucking is. So yeah, it was good in to get it, get it all done and, and get that tested, which is sick. So big shout out to Sam. He's doing incredible things. Can't wait to see him bounce back very soon. And yeah, just blessed to have a friend like that. And if you, if you are thinking about going to the doctor, make sure you do. Episode recap from this week. We had an awesome ep with uh, Chinkuath Giath, who is an absolute star. He's a South Sudanese player from Hawthorne. Um, he has an incredible story. He was born in an Ethiopian refugee camp. His parents were fleeing um, South Sudan to seek refuge in Australia, and then they got stuck in a, in a refugee camp in Ethiopia for, I think it was six years. And, yeah, hearing CJ tell that story about coming into Australia for the first time and... I think he was seven years old when he landed and saw lights. It was, yeah, he saw lights for the first time basically on the flight, which is which unbelievable. And, yeah, he didn't speak any English. And, yeah, just his story of coming to Australia, moving to Dandenong, then going out to, to Gippsland and, yeah, basically learning how to speak English by you know, playing footy with his mates. And his big message in that is just how much sport played a massive role in in bringing him into the community and he said a lot like sport is an equalizer it doesn't matter where you come from who you are at the end of the day when you're out on the pitch you get judged on your performance and, and how hard you work so he yeah just had some incredible stories a kid that's i think 21 turning 22 you know you sit down with someone like him and you just can't help but just take it take so much out of that chat with the perspective and adversity that he's you know faced in his his life and yeah, it was bloody special to sit down with him and, and yeah, can't thank him enough for sharing that story with us because it was, it was really, really crazy. But yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to see him this year. Like, oh, fuck, I did not realise, like, I don't even know how I played footy sometimes because he came into the studio. He was fucking like 190 centimetres. He touched me and like nearly broke my back with how strong he was. Um, he's like the most athletic guy I've ever seen. He's going to, yeah, I'm really excited to see him play next year. It's scary because in the show, he was talking about his attributes in terms of like his athletic attributes, but it was pretty, pretty scary with how like quick he is, but then also how strong he is and how like fast he can run. So yeah, it was pretty awesome. You know, I love reviewing uh, movies and films and series and it'd be remiss of me not to tell you one of my favorites at the moment. I'm actually re-watching this because it's so so good but i love ozark so much jason bateman is is the main honcho in that one and yeah it's it's unreal i love this like i've seen a lot of him in a lot of movies and he's sort of like that funny guy i didn't think that he was great like in everything but this shows a whole new side to to him and and what he does in the film it's it's seriously like on the edge of your seat every episode the thrill anxiety on edge yeah basically it's about him he's an accountant and i'm not spoiling it too much but you you find this out in the first episode he's, he's an accountant and he launders money for the mexican cartel and yeah basically you, you can see where it's heading like something happens and he has to um stick with them and, and it basically just follows him and his family on on the trek that is in the ozarks um in the states but yeah one of my favorite series i couldn't recommend that more i hope there's another one coming out soon um and one that i'm so excited for that's coming out in i think november 10 but yellowstone season four i think it is that is like genuinely gonna lock myself inside for like fucking week and just watch that i cannot wait now my vinyls i've been so excited to talk about this now tune out anyone who doesn't listen to music on a surface level this is where we are i'll tell you about probably just the genre i'm into at the moment which has probably been like some of my favorite music that i'm into it's like soft soft rap yeah it's soft i don't even know how to describe it it's uk soft rap the sort of music that i love listening to people like loyal Kana, 
Tom Mish, um, and then this group called Frankie Stew and Harvey Gunn, which is, you know, for some reason, I still don't know how these two guys in the States don't have like more listeners than they do. They're still like really small, but I've got all those three on vinyl at the moment and they're probably the ones getting the main rotation. Um, I'll give you a couple songs. The Lil Kana Ottolenghi is like my favorite song from him. Tom Mish, my favorite song from Tom Mish is Water Baby. And Frankie Stewart and Harvey Gone, my favorite song from them would be Water Colors. So let me know what you think of those. If you like that sort of style of music, we can we can chuck some up on the Instagram or in the show notes to, to check them out more. But yeah, I'm loving those tunes at the moment. They're sort of like a Mac Miller, but like a UK version of him. Um, and if there's any other one else that you listen to like that, make sure you let me know because I love uh, listening to that stuff. Now, goals for next month. Um, I spoke about it, but exercise is one that I've got to keep doing. Yeah, it's been a big one. It's been massive for me, as I said. Like, the more I do it, like, not overdo it, but the more I just stay fit. Like, I just feel so much fucking better and I just have so much more energy and and time. And, like, I don't know about everyone else, but, like, sometimes, like, when I'm in these modes of just, like, you know being fit i don't want to eat shit food i want to i want to eat good and i think about what i'm putting into my body but yeah it's definitely i'm not trying to sound like a preacher like there's times where i eat absolute shit but when i'm eating well and like training i just feel fucking awesome so i need to keep on top of that it's a big one for me uh the podcast we have so much cool content that we're excited for at the moment we have so many guests um lined up um to give a few hints am i allowed to give some hints sam sam's giving some heads yeah so we've got some really cool shows coming up craig hutchison um big hutchie coming on the show which i'm really excited for he's been a media mogul and really set the tone in, in the australian media landscape um zachy butters young kid from port adelaide which i'm sure you all know i love this kid he's a star and darcy vessio another one that you know i've been wanting to have on the show for so long and she's doing some absolutely awesome things in, in the afl women's space and afl in general can't wait to get her on and have a chat there's some them shows coming up and and yeah obviously list cloggers which is another one of you know my podcast that i'm doing with dan gorange and, and sam is a producer of that one too so make sure if you haven't already definitely definitely check that show out um we're loving doing that we're in the new studio now we're on youtube with it so cannot thank you guys enough for everything let me know what you guys think of these new shows what you want me to talk about yeah i've really enjoyed it love the feedback you're all giving through the socials and dms and um if i ask one thing if you do enjoy the show one thing we know so much it really does help if you just can subscribe or follow or anything you do on on itunes or spotify is is such a massive help because it just puts the podcast into to more people's ears and helps grow the show so if you're listening you haven't subscribed or followed yet on whatever platform you are please do illy xx let's go bye